love, enlightenment, pleasure. The Priory Society Podcast. I'm horny pretty much all the time. Okay. <laughs> I have a tendency to wear my husband out over here. Oh, True. Oh, you want to tap um, in, babe? What? Tap me in. <laughs> Today we have an episode of Swinger Confessions, and we're talking about swinging while pregnant. I don't want to get anyone pregnant. No. <laughs> but this couple is pregnant right now. Yes, and they're in the lifestyle. They're going to talk to us about the pros and cons. Yeah, the struggles, yeah. the people that have fetishes about pregnancies. Oh, yeah. You know, it's there's a there. lot out there. So we are going to get into some naughty details with them while they tell us their story. I am big into semi-aggressive ball play. So she can slap me in the balls and I love it. I know it's not for every guy because it's a sensitive area, mm-hmm. but it's a big turn on for me. And then when you put that cock ring around it and you've got that brain going, it's right there. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. when she goes down on me and then puts my balls in her mouth. Oh, yes. Well, it looks super sexy too. Oh, yeah, you, like, you do love the I, way it I looks. I do love yeah. the way it looks. That seems like that would be the ultimate tool to perform a good tea bag. Yes. And to just put your oh. your nutsack on her eye socket. Doggy style is amazing right now. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely amazing. And then I traditionally like anything where, you know, I'm on my back and my hips are rotated up, but it's like 10 times better. We've talked about when we're really comfortable with a couple maybe going off on our own. Oh, you have that hooker fantasy, the hot wife fantasy. Yeah, that's one of her fantasies. Yeah, oh, okay. it's one of my fantasies <laughs> of you. <Yeah. laughs> we're working towards it. Yeah. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Hey, sexies, welcome back home to the Priory Society Podcast. I am Isis, and I am here with my sexy husband, Eros. Welcome back, guys. Good to have you. (laughs) Today, we have a sexy couple on the line with us, D and J. They are in the lifestyle, and they are pregnant. So we are very excited to talk to them about their experience and hear their story and what it's like We've been wanting to do this. Yes, yes, yes. Luckily, we... (laughs) I don't even know how it happened. I think it was on Twitter or something. Like they fell into our lap. Not literally, but... Not yet. Maybe someday. (laughs) Well, she's pregnant right now. So even if we did fool around... There's no chance of pregnancy, right? which is the best thing, right? <laughs> okay, so we are talking to D and J. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hi, how are you? We're good. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's set the frame for our listeners so they know who they're listening to. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. How long have you been married? Who was the lead pervert that got you guys started in the lifestyle? What's your play level? You know, things like that. Sure. Well, we've been married now if it'll be 15 years in June, and we've been together for just about 20 years. So, oh. you know, long-term committed relationship. Uh, we already have one son who's going to be six years old and uh, another one on the way, as you uh, alluded to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been in the lifestyle now for about 18 months or so, learning a lot of stuff, you know, doing our thing. Uh, as far as who's the lead pervert, I think initially I was probably the lead pervert. Um, <laughs> of course. That's typical. <laughs> yeah, well, not always. That, 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 that fucking penis, I tell yeah. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and I, I think she's kind of taking the, the wheel a little bit. What do you think, babe? Are you kind of uh, more of in the per- driving the pervert car now? I think right now I am. Yeah. Yes. yes. What's her favorite? 
Is it girl on girl? Is it full swap? What's your level of play right now, guys? Mm. So our level of play is different based on the situation. So we like to refer to ourselves as a situational full swap couple. Yeah. So yes. based on what's going on and who we're with and what the chemistry level is like really helps to kind of drive what direction we bring our style of play. So with my being pregnant right now, we've had a lot of activity from single men. And when it comes to interacting with single men, uh, I take the lead completely in terms of engaging in conversation, picking who we're going to be spending time with, okay. uh, and managing all aspects of our profile that come along with uh, the single gents. Awesome. Nice. And you guys, <laughs> have you guys been mainly doing single guy stuff recently, or have you actually been dating couples? So we have a group of couples that we hang out with and we've engaged with couples via, you know, via kick and through instant messages. And it's uh, definitely some mixed reactions from the couple's perspective. (laughs) Sure. Um, The guys are always like, yeah, cool. I'm all about that. And then it's typically the female side is like, yeah, let me think about that for a while. And then you never see a message back. But we're, <laughs> we're, we're very upfront with what's going on. Like yeah. we would never want to trap anybody and be like, oh, we show up and like, boom, look, you're pregnant. We would never do that. So we're very upfront about it when we talk to people. We don't have it in our profiles on the websites that we're on. And there's a couple different reasons. There's, there's pros and cons for that. You know, some people have seen sure. like, hey, we're taking a break. You know, we're pregnant. Cool. For me, the lifestyle, or for both of us, rather, the lifestyle is very much of a friends with benefits vibe for us. So I wouldn't want to pass up the opportunity to still meet people. And hey, if they don't want to, you know, maybe they want to chat with us in the meantime, and then maybe they actually want to, you know, hook up with us in the spring or summer, you know, post baby. We were fortunate enough that one of our longstanding friends that are couples were super excited about the fact that I was pregnant because Mm. uh, it's been a longstanding fantasy of his. And oh. so that kind of fell into our that kind of fell into our lap early on. Yeah. And uh, we have a number of other friends who are aware that we're pregnant and are really open to what that could mean in terms of uh, sexy time with us. Yeah. And recently, we actually had some couples that were going to be meeting in the near future yep. who are aware that I'm pregnant and it doesn't bother them at all. So we're really looking forward to uh, what that could mean for us in in the near term in terms of uh, expanding couples that we know and seeing what other types of fun we can have before uh, this little guy makes his appearance. (laughs) So talk to us about what it was like when you guys discovered you were pregnant and Mm -hmm. had that conversation. Do we keep swinging? Do we take a break from the lifestyle? How did you handle that news and how did you approach being in the lifestyle? (sighs) So we had tried like hell for baby number two to no avail. Like almost daily tried all summer. <laughs> yeah, good uh, practice. <laughs> which was which was great. It's it's all about the trying, right? Yes. yes. So uh, you know, so we tried all summer, and then we were just kind of accepting of the fact, like you know, she just turned forty. Like you know what, we're cool with one. So then, of course, Murphy's law kicks in, and mm. you're not trying, and boom, you get pregnant. So at <laughs> first, it was a little bit of like, I can't believe this happened, and a little bit of like crap because your your mindset is like you have one, and you're all set with one, and then mm-hmm. to add a second one. We were just kind of getting into the swing of things, if you will, um, (laughs) perspective. But yeah, I mean, and then we had the discussion pretty early on that, you know, we were going to continue in the lifestyle because, you know, we still wanted to have fun and we didn't see it as a a disability or a roadblock or anything like that. Would you agree with that, babe? Yep. Just so you guys know, and when I listen to podcasts, I definitely want to know who's who. So D is the gentleman. Yes. And Jay is a beautiful pregnant bride Mm. who is going to tell us right now whether... (laughs) When she manages the profiles or if she goes in and edits, yeah. do you guys post on your profiles that you're currently pregnant 
do you leave it off or do you just wait until someone asks you or do you just when you uh, initiate a conversation with someone, hey, by the way, just or, do so you, you know. or do you just show up to the bar? Oh, I'm just going to have water because of this. Yeah. How do you guys handle that? Yeah. So it's not currently listed on our profile. Uh, we haven't updated our profile with any specifics about my pregnancy as it stands right now. The way in which we've managed it primarily has been through email. So when someone reaches out to us, either a couple or a single, we have our standard questions that we ask just to decide whether or not it's a good fit for us to continue the conversation with those individuals. And if it is, uh, it's at that point where I, I break the news. And yeah. then if they're okay with it, then that's when we'll bring the conversation over to kick and uh, see where it takes us and hopefully uh, meet up and, and have some drinks. I'll have some water. Mm -hmm. Everyone else can have some fun drinks <laughs> and go out for a night on the town. Oh, well, that's a good way to handle it. I mean, it's really nobody's business unless you think there's full real potential course, yeah. there, right? So that's awesome. So since you've been pregnant, Jay... Are you way more horny? Do you want to fuck all the time? What's your sexual appetite like? So I would say that my sexual appetite is similar to what it was before. So I'm horny pretty much all the time. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. I have a tendency to wear my husband out over here. Oh, True. Oh, shit. You want to tap um, in, babe? But <laughs> tap me in. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that there's a number of things that feel a lot better now than yeah. they used to because you just have a lot of extra blood flowing to certain places. Like certain so, positions that you like more? Yeah. That feels so Better. certain positions, so doggy style is amazing right now. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely amazing. And then I traditionally like anything where, you know, I'm on my back and my hips are rotated up, but it's like 10 times better right now than oh, it, that it traditionally is. So, I mean, I'll take as much as I can get right now. I don't see anyone complaining over here. Yeah, the orgasms are still strong. They so. are still strong. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. Very cool. Well, I hope everybody gets a chance to experience that, that wants to have a baby. I mean, there's nothing more amazing than feeling beautiful and sexual while you are growing this beautiful human inside you and then knowing that other people find you desirable too, because a lot of women struggle with their body image while they're pregnant, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it can definitely be hard, but I have the benefit of having a really great pregnancy. I feel really good. I have an awesome amount of energy. I mean, I'm six and a half months along, but I feel like I did right before I got pregnant. Well, you're still going to the gym like four or five times a week. Awesome. That's so cool. Oh, that's perfect. No, I mean, look, what you guys are doing is excellent. And you're being upfront to the people that do reach out that you are interested in. You let them know if it's going to go someplace that you are currently pregnant. And what about those reactions? I mean, what kind of reactions have you gotten from people? Do people run away? Do they yeah. say, oh, dude, that's been my fantasy? What are you hearing from people when you break the news? So uh, a lot of times we hear that it's part of people's unfulfilled fantasies because it's different. It's new. They've never been able to experience it before. So that's one. Is this from the men and the women that say, I want to experience being with a pregnant female or mostly the men? Mostly from the men. Okay. I would say more often than not, what's happened to us from a couple's perspective, this is how we always know that the husband has not told his wife that I'm pregnant. <laughs> That's happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that, you know, we'll have some conversation via email, be really upfront about the fact that I'm pregnant. Uh, there's no issues or concerns. We start to talk on kick, you know, four-way conversation. We make sure that uh, we share that information again with both parties. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes silent. 
Yeah, yeah. No, we have that. Look, it happens to all of us. Yeah. Whether there's news of pregnancy or whatever, when people are not good conversationalists it happens all the time. Right. Uh, we get kick messages now from people, single guys or from couples. Mm-hmm. And the message goes something like this. Good morning. How's your day so far? Right. And I'm at a construction site. My lady's seeing patients. And I'm like, dude, you need to hit me with some questions, yeah. man, because <laughs> don't expect us to lead the conversation. Every if time. You're the one that wants my wife. Yeah. You're the one that wants to get into some activity over here. You reached out. You don't have anything to say, really. Hi. You know? <laughs> um, hi there. Happy what hump you, day. What you know? are you doing yeah. now? <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. How about this? Happy hump day. And then I respond, dude, you got to okay. send a picture with hump day. Right. You can't just say happy hump day uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it doesn't or, or count. A vi- or, or a video if you're, you know, you're really feeling it. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> well, yeah. so you guys have talked a lot about messaging couples that you were going to meet with, like, you know, two on two. But do you still find yourself wanting to go out to lifestyle clubs? Do you feel like people would judge you if you show up with a baby bump? What's that like for you guys going out to lifestyle clubs or places? Yeah, so we've actually made the decision not to engage in clubs or house parties or hotel takeovers just for that reason of being judged because I know that pregnancy and the lifestyle is probably one of the most polarizing topics of discussion that can come up. And so what we've chosen to do is just meet couples one-on-one where we can really control the information that we're sharing in regards to my pregnancy versus just putting me out there uh, mm-hmm. and not having any control over what people say or what they might think while we're out there. Yeah. And it's all about you feeling comfortable in that environment. I would never, sure. you know, as much as I would, I, hey, I would love to go to a club. I'm never going to push that envelope because I want you to be comfortable, in, especially in an environment like that where, you know, everyone's trying to get sexy and I don't want you to be like, Ooh. right. <laughs> yeah. You can also just show up to the lifestyle takeover events and mm-hmm. just say that you're big boned, you know, don't even just wear a big sweater. <laughs> I swallowed a basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, this is my body. I, I you know, it's, I let myself go. It's a big it's, sweater. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. But have you already discussed the cutoff? Like, hey, we are not going to play when we're seven months or when, when, we're, ten, when we're 10 months. <laughs> How long is it? No, it's not 10 months. <laughs> so that's a great question. We just talked about this the other night. And, uh, you know, our decision right now is as long as I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling confident and sexy and comfortable with the people that we're with. I don't really have a date in mind at which point we'll stop. Mm-hmm. I think if I start to get tired or uncomfortable, you know, that that will be how I'll know it's time to to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Now, do you guys have different rules or boundaries since you've become pregnant? Like are certain things not okay that were okay before you were pregnant? The only thing that's interesting that had come up in some conversation or one conversation that we had with a a single gentleman was about suckling. And we were like, and we're not about that life. So other than that, our rules have pretty much stayed exactly the same throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. His question was more about after the baby came and I was lactating if he could milk me more or less. Yeah, no. That was a hard no. Yeah. (laughs) So this gentleman wanted the optimal nutrition that you carry. He wanted yes. to get yeah. it directly from you. Interesting. Dude, mm. He needs to go buy some he protein need- powder. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he needed some extra antibodies or something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, go drink a muscle milk or something, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not my lady's milk. Exactly. <laughs> As uh, Dee said, all, all of our other rules have stayed the same. We, ha- we haven't made any changes to those yet. Now, in terms of rules, are you a couple that does kiss? 
give us an idea of some hard stops, some definite no's in the lifestyle. Are you a couple that's okay doing separate room play or do you do individual dates, solo play or, or hall passes? What's that situation? Even, um, you know, just in general, not even during the pregnancy, but in general. Yeah, we're a same room couple. We don't date singularly. We always meet together, mm-hmm. at least right now. You know, we've talked about when we're really comfortable with a couple maybe going off on our own. Oh, you have that hooker fantasy, the hot wife fantasy. Yeah, that's one of her fantasies. Yeah, okay. it's one of my fantasies <laughs> of you. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> there's there's going to be some build up to that maybe in the future, but we're that's, working towards it. Yeah, it's on the bucket list for now. <laughs> Well, let me ask you a question about that. What needs to happen for that? I mean, when you say hot wife, are you looking to go out and meet a single gentleman or Mm -hmm. the male part of a couple at a hotel someplace or at their place and fool around? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, for me, it would be a single gentleman that we have a longer standing relationship with. I think that's uh, what would make D the most comfortable for some some solo play that uh, could be recorded and photographed. And then I could come back home and give him some... uh, Full Ride me like an absolute it. pony. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds good. Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you get there, I'm sure it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> oh, but sure. uh, absolutely don't rush it. And I think you know, you you, yeah. you have a good pulse on the lifestyle and you're not going to do something that makes you uncomfortable. But I think for a lot of our listeners as well, mm-hmm. they're in different stages. Oh, yeah. Uh, some are just fantasizing right now. They haven't so, played yet at that's all. That's right. right. And some are full-on hall pass couples because they understand the four-way connection is a little tough sometimes. Sure. So they just date individually. Yeah. So I think for you guys, that's going to be pretty fun yeah. if you're able to have some of those videos and or maybe send some real-time <laughs> send some pics, pics yep. to, to your husband <laughs> who's hanging out either in the lobby or back home. Or right. Something. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. The biggest rule that we've had all along, and it's simply because it drives me absolutely crazy. And so- you know, this is something that we reserve just for D is so like anal penetration is only for him because he likes to see how wild I go with it. Nice. So he'll show he'll show it off for others. Ooh. But that's those those handfuls of sheets, guys. Oh, yeah. It's a huge turn on. Oh. She goes crazy. She goes absolutely crazy. It's awesome. She loves getting it in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. What, what? In the butt. Yes. In the butt. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's an important distinction because a lot of couples will reserve a few activities for their spouse. So would you guys be open to anal play in the future with other people? I don't know. I mean, here's the way I look at it. It took me multiple, multiple, multiple years to get her to open up to even try that. <laughs> like eight, like 18 years. Yeah, wow. like a long, long time. I so get I'm where you're coming just, from. I'm not just willing to give that up just, you know, okay. like that, took a, that took a lot of work. That's like building an empire and then selling it for a penny. Like, I'm not going to do that. You're like, fuck so, that. <laughs> yeah. That's your special that's my, activity. That's my ass. Right. <laughs> so now that you're pregnant, does that change your perspective on meeting another pregnant couple? You know, like before you were pregnant, would you have played with a couple that was expecting? That's a really good question. You know, I hadn't thought much about it before I got pregnant. But now that I am pregnant, I would be really open to it because I understand what it's like to be on the other side. Mm -hmm. I understand how much fun it can be. And I think that helping another pregnant woman continue to feel incredibly sexy is important and could be really empowering for her. That's awesome. Uh, So I would absolutely be open to it. Yeah, as would I. I would have no no qualms whatsoever. (laughs) Hey, so what about these single guys and the male half of couples? What's up with the fantasy? Do you think it's the fantasy? 
fantasy that they want to be with a pregnant woman, do you think it comes from the fact that maybe they don't have children yet? Or do they just love someone who's expecting in terms of they're with someone whose body works perfectly because they're able to conceive, they're able Mm -hmm. to carry a child, give life, and it's this beautiful, magical thing that they want to be a part of that. What do you think is a big fascination or what do guys tell you when you do talk to them? Uh, That's actually a great question. And and Jay can answer here in a second. But she's actually started asking singles and men and couples, what's the fantasy behind it? The reason why? You can share some of those responses. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, so I actually had one individual who told me they really weren't quite sure. It's just because it was something they had never experienced before and really wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. You know, I've also heard from some men that they found their wives to be incredibly sexy when they were pregnant, the general softness of the shape, how much larger your breasts get and your nipples get all swollen. They find that to be incredibly erotic Mm -hmm. and exciting. And then, you know, one of the questions that I get pretty regularly is whether or not, you know, to your earlier question, I'm more horny and if I enjoy sex more. Mm -hmm. And so I I think there's this um, desire to really experience me in this heightened sexual state because you have so many extra hormones yeah. uh, that really gets them excited. I love it. So now that you're pregnant, do you guys have your own fantasies that you're still looking to fulfill? I mean, you've talked about the hot wife scenario, but together as a couple, is there something that you're looking to experience either while you're pregnant or afterwards? We have a very long list. <laughs> We have time. We have time. Give us the freakiest one. (laughs) The coolest one. Oh, the freakiest one. So I know that this is on Dee's list and it hasn't happened yet. So, you know, we have had some experience with um, some single men. We actually had the opportunity to meet a really great guy when we were on, on vacation in Vegas where I happened to be pregnant as well when we were in Vegas. But we haven't had the opportunity to have a lovely single lady join us yet. And Mm, I know that that Mm. is definitely one of his bucket list items. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we need to make that happen for him. Just haven't found the right single lady yet. So that would be one thing. Mm -hmm. One to play with you as a team or Mm -hmm. just one to play with him alone? As a team. Oh, yeah, team. Ideally, he would like for me to tell her exactly what to do and to take full control of the situation. Yeah, Jay is very submissive in the bedroom. So part of my fantasy is for her to be more dominant and especially with another woman and telling her what to do would be incredibly fucking sexy. Oh, that's awesome. Incredible. Wait, let me get this straight. Are you talking about getting another girl to peg you? Just stick uh, something in your ass? No, no, no. I'm not really interested in that all that much. It's just it's the just the matter of just having two, two sexy women and yeah. and her taking the steering wheel and yes. and telling. Oh, it would be yeah. Just orchestrating a sexy scene sounds hot. Yes, yeah. a- absolutely. Yeah. That's great because your wife knows what you like, so yeah. that's a yep. nice synergy. That's awesome. Hit us with another one of your fantasies. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn? Oh, she's putting it in my court now. (laughs) So I get the most turned on seeing her get fulfilled with pleasure. So probably my biggest fantasy would be something in the double penetration field. Oh, yeah. That would be one for me. That would be a lot of fun because it would I know how she would react in that. Oh, I think I know how she would react in that situation, (laughs) especially with my cock up her ass. Okay, well, that's what I wanted to clarify. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's all me still. That, That wouldn't change in that scenario. But just seeing her go crazy and be filled with pleasure is an incredible turn on for me. That probably gets me the most turned on in any scenario. 
So for Jay, what position would you be in? I'm trying to picture the perfect scenario for, for a, a DP, double penetration. Yeah. Would uh, your husband be laying down on his back, you sitting on his penis? Mm-hmm. How would the other guy enter you? I'm just trying to picture this. Yeah, paint me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually answer this one. So I've put a lot of thought into this. So, he has so measurements. Based, based on the anal positions that work for us, because it's not like you can just put it in any which way and it works great. Sure. You know, there's very specific positions that work well for her and I. It would pretty much be, she would be on top face to face of another man and I would be over the top from behind, you know, in the old old butthole. So that would be incredibly sexy. That works. Dude, so her tits would be on the other man's chest. chest, Yes, they'd be up in his face. Yeah. Dang. So cool. Ooh. And I think that will have to wait until after because of my big old belly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it might be a little tough. There's not enough space, right? <laughs> <laughs> so would you guys ever consider like a double vaginal penetration or is like one in the butt, one in the pussy the ideal situation for you guys? Yeah, one in the butt, one in the pussy is the ideal situation. <laughs> I just can't fathom how I could fit two cocks inside of my pussy. Yeah, and I'm okay with a little incidental contact, but I'm not okay with like full on right, right, right. next door buddy <laughs> contact. Yeah, let's put it that full way. On. You don't want to rub up against somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Even your not, best friend, you know? <laughs> you don't want to do the dick, dick talk. Especially, yeah. especially not my best friend. That would be super weird. Yeah, because like, yeah, you know all about his rashes growing up. Right. Yeah, I, I see him at a Barbecue. I'd see him at a barbecue. He's cooking hot dogs, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I can't." Uh. <laughs> well, especially when you, if you have friends like we have friends, you'll go to Costco, and as soon as you bite into your hot dog, they'll hold their crotch and go, "Oh, oh. Ow. yeah, <laughs> totally Those immature." Costco hot dogs, so legit though. Oh, terrific! The oh, best yeah. deal ever. <laughs> okay, so from fantasies now, let's talk about awkward moments. Have you guys had any strange experiences in the bedroom with another couple or a single male? A you horror know, story. A perhaps. horror story. Like, has some weirdo tried to, like, dick slap you? Uh, um, <laughs> we've had a couple interesting situations. One, there wasn't any sex involved at all, but we met a couple early when we started in the lifestyle. We chatted with a couple for a while. They seemed really cool. And then we made the mistake of meeting them at their home for the yeah. first time. Yeah. <laughs> We got there and we were like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Like there was just the vibe was bad. It was just there was some false advertising going on. Oh, yeah. And and we were like, fuck, what are we going to do? So Jay gets up to go to the bathroom and me like I've worked in sales for a long time. Like I I can, you know, sell ice to a a (laughs) Eskimo more or less. So she goes off to the bathroom. I go, guys, she's got really bad anxiety and this isn't going to work. And I'm really sorry. Like you guys are really nice to have us over and, and, you know, and cook some food for us. Like we really appreciate it, but she's really freaking out. So it's not going to work. So I got us out of that situation, but it was like touch and go there for a little while because Mm -hmm. the female half of the couple was very much like DTF and we were very much not DTF. Mm. Um, So that was an interesting way to get out of that one. And then uh, we've been to clubs. We played in like the big orgy room at clubs with three or four other couples that we knew and we were all kind of hanging out. And there was like the single dude just kind of standing there watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and and there's nothing that makes my dick go limper than like some rando dude standing there watching you. I'm like, oh, but. 
just go away. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to say that because technically he's allowed to be there. So right. I don't want to be that guy. Like, yeah. I'll never cause a scene in that situation, but it definitely affects the uh, performance wise. Got it. Let me ask you a question about the couple that invited you to their home. Mm-hmm. You said something about false advertising. Right. <laughs> All right. So what was the deal, man? I mean, were they using 10 year old pictures or what was going on there? What was the false advertising? Yeah, I think the pictures were a little old and, you know, the female half of the couple, she did a really nice job of putting herself together and, and she looked great. But the uh, male half of the couple put no effort in. I mean, we're talking like basketball shorts and like a t-shirt and some basketball socks. Yeah, I, Come we're, on. we're classy. We're classy as fuck. So yeah. we expect yeah. you to at least make an attempt to look at when we go out, like we're squeaky clean, we're dressed real nice, like we're good to go. Perfect. And to go there to go that he opens the door and I'm like, my first thought was, really? And then he smiled. So in all the pictures that they sent us, you know, he looked decent. He had a smile, but no teeth. Yeah. So, you know, when you meet him for the first time, he's dressed kind of like he's playing street basketball. Yes. And then he opens his mouth and his teeth were just like jacked. Oh, so that's why he wasn't smiling. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. So you asked us earlier, like around kissing, like we're not one of those couples like to really get into it. You have to kiss. Like, I'm sorry. Like if you're a couple that doesn't kiss, whatever, that's your own thing. But to me, that's kind of silly. Like kissing is getting to it's literally getting to first base. But that's kind of what breaks the seal. Yes. Uh, And it can be very passionate, very intimate. Sure. Especially with someone that maybe you're meeting them for the first time or there was some build up to that moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was going to be no kissing with this dude because <laughs> no. he looked like, I was trying to think of a, like he Quasimodo. like, like Quasimodo. He was like Gollum from Lord of the Rings with his teeth. It was oh, bad. shit. It was, yeah, it was fucking bad. <laughs> he would, he would have cut your gums a little bit with his incisors. Hey, oh, no. yeah. He would have well, stolen some of your teeth. Well, you don't want to be in a situation where you're fearing that you're going to get instant gingivitis or something from somebody. Oh, no. I, God, that's no. terrible. Yeah, I mean, hygiene, man. And we tell people all the time, please have pictures. You know, we have our listeners that tune in week after week. Yes. They know this already. The fundamental poses on your profile, right? Full body pics. Stop this selfie thing. Yeah. You know, you need some selfies. Sure. Yep. But full body smile, show your teeth, represent yourself accurately. Yes. You know, what people are going to see when they meet you in person. Have both and, of you in the picture. Yeah. So we can see a perspective, right? Yes. But it sounds like you guys are and you're classy and you represent yourself well. Yeah. And it sucks because we've been in the same situation, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I think you did a great thing the way you talked yourselves out of it. I think that when you mentioned that she has bad anxiety, that is a great tip for our listeners. I mean, for the people who are concerned about ending a date and how they're going to be perceived uh, maybe as assholes for uh, making someone... Well, you didn't make anyone do anything, but maybe someone put a lot of effort right. into inviting you over and to yeah. lighting candles and making a meal. Sure. And you show up and you're like, uh oh, this is not what I thought. You know, you misrepresented <laughs> yourself. And the way you said it, I think was perfect. There is some fear behind that. About yeah. being perceived as rude or or whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah the, the bottom line is, I mean, even if you're in a situation that you're not down with, you, you have to keep it respectful because, I mean, you mm-hmm. got to think if you're on the other side. If it caused a scene like that would be very damaging potentially to that couple. And they were pretty new in the lifestyle as well. So it's a matter of like, I would never want to do anything disrespectful or, you know, I've heard some horror stories from other couples that we know about some things that have happened. Like that's just, you know, keep it respectful. You know, another tip for your listeners too. So one thing that I've found that works well, if you have that couple, you know, we've had a couple couples that have reached out to us and been pretty persistent. And it's like, how do you how do you say that you're not interested without being necessarily rude or too sharp? So here's a pro tip. 
you just tell them, hey, you know what? We're at a different point in our journey right now. Thanks for the interest. But yeah, we're just not there right now. Different point in your journey works like a charm. And a lot of times it's true. You know, we've been kind of, I wouldn't say we're the the greatest swingers in the world. Like we've gone at our pace, which is important. Like yeah. we don't overdo it. We don't underdo it. We do what we feel comfortable with. And a lot of times it is because, you know, people that have been in the lifestyle for a few years have this expectation like, hey, I want it now. And we're like, hey, we're not there yet. It's a different point in our journey. Like, I'm sorry. Sure. You know? so, you so you guys you guys are a full swap situational couple. Um, yeah. But does that mean that you will do a soft swap with Absolutely. a couple that you're really interested Absolutely. in? Yep. Yeah. If it's a couple that we're really interested in, if they're just like a, you know, same room sex couple, but if they're really cool people, that's what's the most important thing to us. Like if we get along well with you, we like enjoying, you know, spending our time, like we're not going to pressure you into like, hey, we're situational full swap. It's like, hey, they want to have sex in the same room with their partner. Like, that's cool. They want a soft swap. That's cool. They want to be full swap. And we're at the point where we're all cool. That's cool. So we're very flexible. It's more about the the person and getting to know them and spending great, sexy times with great people. It's about the connection that yeah, we have absolutely. with the people, right? Yep. So yeah. traditionally, we meet people in very vanilla meet and greet type situations and then you know talk about what we want to do and plan our next to get together. Mm-hmm. But then again, we're not opposed to play on the first night, especially if we're somewhere on vacation or there's a really great connection. So we really just like to kind of take it as it comes and go with the flow. And we have a way of communicating with each other, you know, during the night or talking about what's going to work for us on that particular night. And it seemed to work well. We've had very limited, unfortunate type surprise situations. Yeah, Um, which is good. All in all, we've had really positive situations in the lifestyle. Except Uh, for you flakes. We we talked about that (laughs) offline when we were in Vegas. I mean, I know uh, the episode that you guys had with the Vegas flakes. And uh, we we were in Vegas (laughs) second week of October. Yeah. And uh, oh, man, we got we got flaked on. We actually did meet a nice single male there and had a great time. But there was oh, yeah, there was some there was definitely some flakes. It was. Yeah. Well, how many (laughs) dates had you lined up? approximately and like was it 20 people flaked on you or what was that situation like because you heard our episode that was terrible (laughs) but uh we want to know what happened with you because that's a common thread a lot of people complain about vegas man sure so we had three dates lined up and one of them actually came to four wishing where we were able to meet for drinks and have a really great time together later on in the evening and the other two you know one had to cancel on us last minute for some work related items you know but at least he had the decency to to reach out and let us know what was going on. It wasn't going to work out. But uh, one gentleman just never showed and then tried to recover mm. three hours later with every excuse uh-uh. in the book. <laughs> yeah, here's what it was. Like he was supposed to meet us at midnight and then it was like 1245. He's like, oh, I'm running late. I'll be there soon. And I'm like, I go to I go to Jay. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking somebody else right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh sure. Oh, definitely. Or trying to sneak away from his home. Our rule is like, we'll wait a half an hour and then we're done. Like, we're not going to wait any longer. I know you guys rule is like, hey, you got one shot. And if you don't show, (laughs) see you later. So we're very similar. Like our time is valuable, especially she's pregnant. It's midnight, which is past her bedtime. Like we're looking to have a good time. We're just sitting there. I had an $18 drink at the Dorsey bar. <laughs> yeah. I had the most expensive glass of water ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, dude, so we wasted $25. We wasted our yeah. time. And then we went home and I mean, we had sex with each other, which sure. was amazing. Yeah. But it would have been even more amazing if, you know, you threw another dick into the, <laughs> into the yeah. situation. Yeah. Wow. Another blunt object. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, oh, where's, where's the Dorsey? Where's that place? It's in the Venetian. 
Oh, yeah, really okay. cool bar. It's kind of like set up. Almost looks like a really cozy library cigar man cavey yeah. type. Ooh. It's really, really, really. So next time you guys are in Vegas, check out the Dorsey. We like heard that. of it. No, I've seen pictures of it. Now, do they allow cigars in there? Do you know? I didn't see anyone smoking cigars in there, but I don't know if they're not allowed or not. Okay. Okay. Well. We, we love cigars from time to time. That's, <laughs> yeah. So we're always looking for a new place, especially one that looks like a library, you know, like a oh, traditional yeah. man cave or like an old school I love place. That yeah, that's amazing. Wood panel and right? nice, yeah. nice uh, big yep. chairs and stuff. And, 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 the, and the wait staff, very attractive. Ooh, they're smoking hot. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> so, smoking hot ladies. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a single guy. Is that who you were waiting for when you were at the Dorsey? A single yes. dude? What a dick. That motherfucker. Yeah. He missed out, man. Yeah, right. So you he had did. you had several dates lined up with single males. Give us some tips for single males, like when you're screening them. What can you tell our listeners that would be helpful for them? Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I look for, and the first is ability to engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. If you can't have a conversation with me, or at least appear to be remotely interested in who I am outside of you know how big my tits are or that I have a nice ass Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Like that's not going to get you anywhere with me. So, you know, that's one thing that I always look for. Can you carry on a conversation just via text with me at first? Mm -hmm. What kind of questions do you hit them with? What is it that you're looking for in their profiles? Maybe some red flags that our listeners can learn from like, Hey, if you see this, be careful because it could be this. Mm Yeah. So the one big red flag that we have with single men is when something comes across and they say that they're part of a couple, but they play alone Mm -hmm. or they're married, but they're going to go off on their own. So Mm -hmm. for us, that's a red flag. We never know whether or not she's really okay with the fact that he's playing solo. So we avoid that at all costs. Yeah, I have I have uh, zero tolerance with getting involved in someone else's drama. Like yeah. that's, mm, I'm not yeah. about, I am, I, I try to be 1000% laid back, carefree, drama free. And that's just opening, that has the potential to open up to just kind of getting into an ugly situation. And we've actually had some guys who be like, oh, well, yeah, I'm married, but she doesn't know what I'm doing. And that's like, that's a hard stop. Like, right. nope, sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of single guys around. And really, I think for, you know, like she said, it's with the connection. And, you know, when I see the profiles, I automatically know like who she's going to be interested because she has Mm -hmm. a very set body type that she likes. Yeah. No skinny boys. She likes a little bit of little bit of meat, little bit of muscle, not jacked or anything like that. But I can tell like even across a room like, oh, that's that's my wife's type. Sure. Yeah. Dude, you just described me, man. <laughs> like, exactly. Just to a he T. He picked one out across the bar as we were walking by and made a comment, and he knew exactly who I was talking about. Uh, yeah. so and cool. it's funny because she has a very distinct type, and I am very, I'm extremely flexible. Like, I don't, I would consider myself as not having a type. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, as so long the, as she has a pussy. Thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the important. other thing, too, from the profile, right, is uh, if a single guy only has like one or two sentences on each piece of his profile. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here with that. Even couples, if you have one sentence on your profile. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to work for us. If they send us an email and it's just like a, hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, we get those. Yeah. That's pretty lazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty lazy. Like what I'm like, if you want to reach out to me and like you want an opportunity to spend time with me, then put some work into it. We've had some emails, not only from couples, but from single guys like, Hey, we checked out your profile. This is whatever. But you know, it's, it's like a paragraph or two. And that's usually going to warrant a nice response. And and maybe like, Hey, we don't click or whatever, but at least that opens the door because if you're lazy in the lifestyle, yeah. 
forget about yeah. it. We don't have a lot of time to get out there. I mean, it's difficult to find a right. sitter mm-hmm. and schedule everything. So oh, yeah. it's got to be worth my while to go out and meet somebody. So mm-hmm. sure. if you can't put some effort in up front, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. Like you said, whether it's a single male or a couple, you've got to be able to put some effort and show me that you're interested. Don't give me a one-liner that doesn't mean anything. But so talking about couples now, would you guys be open to a poly relationship with a couple or going on more flirty dates and having a bit more of an emotional connection with a couple? So we have some experience with a couple that we've known for a while that we spent a lot of time with over the summer. And I would say that that was more of a flirty, mutual dating type relationship. Yeah, like a, cl- like a close friends. Super close friends yeah. that we could have fun, sexy time with, but could just go hang out and have lunch with on a regular basis as mm-hmm. well. Like that's really our preferred style that's of relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know that I would go so far as to say that we'd be open to something that was truly poly where we Mm. would consider ourselves dating the other spouse. We've had single guys ask me like, oh, you know, you take your wife out on dates. And I'm like, I don't even get enough time to take my wife out on a date. Like, (laughs) like, I'm at home watching our son and soon to be two sons. And I'd be like, yeah, my wife's out on this date like that. I don't know. That just doesn't sit well with me. (laughs) Because that's the kind of thing like our relationship is super strong. But that's at the point where I would be I would probably not necessarily jealousy thing, but it would just open up too many doors that I wouldn't want to walk through. So we I don't think we would ever get to that point where you know, either her or I were dating somebody else. I just don't think that's not our thing. That's not really our thing. But we really, we love, you know, longer standing relationships with people. I mean, just this past weekend, we had dinner with three couples that are all lifestyle couples who we know both in vanilla settings and non-vanilla settings. Yeah, we didn't play at all. We hung out with their family. They have kids. We went out and it was, it was an awesome weekend. And, you know, and there was no expectations like, Hey, we bring our kids over. They have kids. We all get together. They make us dinner. Then we had friends over the next night with their, with their daughter. Then we had dinner like, and that's awesome. And you know, the, the thing is, is that buildup of, it's not necessarily tension per se, but when you get that, like, all right, we've all coordinated and now we can all get together for some sexy time. Mm-hmm. It adds that much more to it for us is that you have that connection. You've spent some time with these people, you get to know them. Um, and you can really set off some fireworks at that point. We agree. That's so hot. I think a lot of people that are in the lifestyle, they would like to have a hard partition between their lifestyle and their vanilla friends. But when you have friends, even out of the lifestyle, your best friends that you care about deeply, that you would do anything for, Mm -hmm. they need a a quick loan or they need a ride or they need uh, someone to talk to, or they just want to hang out and go grab a meal. When you're actually having sex with others in the lifestyle, it can accelerate the friendship quite rapidly. So you can meet someone and all of a sudden they feel like deep friends. And so those lines can be blurred pretty easily. So like we love the flirty date thing. Oh, yeah. We love going to the movies. We love going to a show Mm -hmm. and that type of thing. So it's nice to hear that you guys are also into that because you recognize that they're dear friends, man. The fact that you can take your clothes off and do sexy time (laughs) later if you choose. Exactly. That's a bonus. That's special. Yeah. And that's our our biggest thing is that is that connection in the lifestyle. And that's what really drives us. And that's what's, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, made us uh, better as a couple. You know? we, we like cool. to say uh, friendships first and everything else is just an added bonus. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Now, have you guys done like a weekend trip getaway with a couple from the lifestyle that you're friends with? So we did. We actually spent uh, three days with uh, lifestyle friends of ours in very close quarters on a sailboat. 
Um, and we had a phenomenal, phenomenal time for those three days. This is a couple that you know well, right? This isn't a brand new couple that met you at the dock. <laughs> no, nope, not a brand new couple. No, nope. yeah, they just picked. The, we were hitchhiking, and they were like, "Hey, we have this sailboat. Let's you let's sail come? out to Provincetown." You yeah. know, fun. <laughs> also, so you had a fun time and then fun sexy time, right? Nice. Actually, on that, on that, well, we were on a thirty-foot sailboat, so there's okay. not a lot of space, and the sail took about. 11 hours to go from Boston to Provincetown. So we had to get up early. We did have some sexy time. We actually ended up getting stranded at their house on the last day. Our car broke down. I fell fell in the ocean and lost my phone. (laughs) It was was the worst fucking day of my life. I'm going to be honest. Uh, (laughs) So our car breaks down and they're like, hey, you can stay here. And I was like, cool. So I had to make some phone calls. Like uh, her aunt was watching our dogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom was watching our son. Uh, in another state, so <laughs> so we had to make some arrangements, and we 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 stayed there that night, and uh, we capped off the weekend rather nicely. Oh, okay. so you you were, you were able to have some sexy time After as all. a result of being back. At, you at know their what? House. There's certain things when the stars align to give you extra time with a couple when you didn't really have enough time for sexy time on the weekend. Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. like the, it was meant to be. So we were like, hey, it's meant to be. Let's do this thing. You got to take advantage of that extra time. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! Well, man. yeah. Now, when, okay, so you did this great escape with this couple on the boat, and that sounds amazing. Have you guys gone to resorts, like the Mexican resorts, Desire or Hedonism? Have you gone to those places? Yeah, Yeah. the lifestyle party places? Yeah, we haven't had an opportunity to do that yet, but but I would say both uh, a resort and a cruise are on our list of things that we want to do. Uh, We were going to plan to go uh, with friends of ours to Hito in April, Mm-hmm. And then when we found out that I'm pregnant and timing wise, April just isn't going to work out for us. Yeah. So we had to pass up on on that opportunity. But you know, our 15 year anniversary is coming up in June. And so now the discussion's not about like, are we going to go on vacation? It's are we going to go to a, a sexy resort style mm-hmm. vacation or are we going to do uh, something that's a little bit more vanilla from a vacation? I'm leaning heavily towards <laughs> uh, something like a desire or a keto. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because, I mean, what a way to celebrate 15 years of marriage. I think mm-hmm. that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you know what? If you're <laughs> if you're thinking as anything like ours, we will find a lifestyle activity wherever we're going to. Right. <laughs> so I think your uh, thinking is perfect that you may want to hit up one of these resorts. Now, would you go to Hedonism with a group that organizes big tours or would you just show up on your own like a lot of people do? Yeah, I think we probably go the route of uh, finding a group that we could connect with. Makes sense. Just mm-hmm. so that, you know, I've I've heard of people that have gone on their own and, and sometimes breaking into those dynamics can be tough because so many people go with groups. Yeah. So, it, you know, it would be great to and, go. With- and people are awkward, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, sure. you know, just being able to approach people, I, you know, I've, I've, re- I've read online, like a lot of times people won't even play until the last night and then... I could see myself be like, oh, well, we just played on the last night. Well, we, we paid a lot of money to be here. Yep. And I would feel I would be very regretful if like, hey, we met a nice couple at the end of the week. But like, what did we do all fucking week long? <laughs> you know, I know. Like, so yes. going with a going with a group of people and, you know, maybe, you know, whether it's all those people are in a chat group and you can kind of pick and choose, not necessarily pick and choose per se, but you can find and kind of limit it down to be like, hey, these are the three or four couples that we're really interested in. And then and then, you know, right when you get there seek them out, chat with them. And then, Hey, 
you know, maybe sparks fly. I would rather have a week full of great sex as opposed to one night of great sex. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and, we're there with you. Oh, hell for sure. yeah. And then when you talk about narrowing down your potential play partners, we talk about this on the show all the mm-hmm. time. We recently did a show on different tips that we offered for people that are thinking about going to these resorts. Yeah. And your thinking is right there, right on the money, because we would automatically start saying, okay, this is the couple for Tuesday. This is Wednesday. This is Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> These guys are leaving in two days. We need to, you know, lock them down we now. Need to get them. These guys are new. They're still kind of clean. Let's yeah. grab them. No, but. Um, yeah, right. We have sloppy 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dee's much more of the one that can just go and, and, and approach people, whereas I'm a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. out of the gate. So I've told him that uh, his mission is to go cast the, the net and then bring them back in, uh, you know, for me to meet, so to speak. Reel them in. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that, okay, so we talk to a lot of people that travel to Desire, Mexico, yeah, and they go there a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. We know people that have gone there for 10 days straight, right? And it's it's a very serious thing because it's $300 per night up to $2,000 per night. And so you can Mm -hmm. go for a weekend, you go for several days. They have told us that if you're not proactive Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a good tool belt and some good openers and you're not comfortable, it is quite possible that you're going to be there. And if you don't go with a group, you could be there with a bunch of nudists that don't want you to even talk to them. You know, they want to read their Kindle. They want to read their book (laughs) and leave me alone type thing. So. Going with a group is certainly a great strategy because you can do the pre-chat and they're already in the right mindset. Like we're leaving our family to go get naughty. Yeah. Let's get something going. And you already feel like you know them a little bit when you meet them in person. So by the time you get to the resort, you just pick up where you left off and it's like your old friends. So, I mean, that's amazing. But as far as, you know, when you guys are deciphering who you want to meet and looking at profiles, what are some of the pet peeves that you find when you're looking at profiles online? Or when you're meeting them in person. Or, yeah. <laughs> I think probably my, you know, we talked about the profiles earlier with just like the single sentence, like, you know, put some work into it, put some thought into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be over, don't be overly cheesy or campy. I've seen some <laughs> profiles where I'm just like eye rolling into the back of my skull. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's just, it's just too much. I've seen some profiles that are like war and peace. Uh, and that's just too much. Like there's a happy medium and you just have to find it. Like be short to the point, maybe add some humor, uh, and, and be honest and update your pictures and update your age on your profile. Like I know it's (laughs) one of the things that Jay says all the time is like, Oh, when did they join? All right. They joined in 2015. So those pictures are probably three years old. And I was like, you know what? You're probably right. Cause a lot of people don't update, uh, update that. And it's not like age, you know, age is a number. It's not a huge, um, you know, point for us. But at the same time, you know, it's one of the things that you consider. Because let's be honest, when you open up a profile, what's the first thing that you do? You look at their pictures, it's, it's right? Pic- I pictures do. right away. I yeah. look at the pictures, right, right. yeah. So you, so you look at their pictures. And like you said with the pictures, you know, have some full body shots. You know, you don't have to do the full face pics. You know, some people do, some people don't. I get it. Yeah. You know, you, people have jobs and all that jazz. But yeah, you know, profiles, I think when meeting people in person, we like I said, we haven't had too many negative experiences of in person. But I'll tell you, like we talked about uh, about kick, right? And yeah. just not being able to hold a conversation. So one of the yeah. problems with the age that we live in, and especially with social media and technology, yes. is that people don't know how to talk <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So it's one of the things that baffles my mind. So recently we had a couple that had reached out to us about six months ago, 
the chat went dead. Like I tried to engage them, but I'm at the point like, all right, I'm going to pull the parachute, whatever. And it just ended. So I get a message like, hey, guys, checked out your profile. Let's chat. And I was like, motherfucker, I already chatted with you. Like, keep track of your shit. Oh, yeah. so, shit. So, oh so I, I chatted with them. I said, hey, I think we uh, we tried to connect back in the spring. And same bullshit. I said, hey, maybe we'll get to meet in person this time. Like, hey, and I was a little bit more direct. Like, hey, if you're interested, like, you're a good looking couple. I think we're a good looking couple. Yeah. Like, you know, let's just cut the bullshit. Like, hey, if you got some time, let us know. Yeah. And then there was a little bit of chat back and forth, but it was mostly from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just went dead again. And I was like, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot, man. It does. It, you know when I notice that it, it happens the most? When the male part of the couple is engaging other couples for mm-hmm. fun, and the wife probably doesn't even know that he's flirting. Yeah. Um, because we ask guys, hey, throw your wife on the chat. Right. Oh, she doesn't do kick. Right. Okay, that's fine. She doesn't have a voice. She doesn't know how to speak. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't like that. She's not into she technology. Know he's on. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, she doesn't yeah. take a shit. She doesn't have time to on the toilet type and or catch up on a text. Of course she does. Everyone, yeah. everyone's staring at their phone. People right. are addicted to their phones. It takes three seconds to catch up on a chat. So whenever yeah. a guy says to us, Oh, my wife, she's very shy or, Oh, she doesn't like that. It's like, dude, what does yeah. she have? A flip phone that doesn't allow <laughs> apps? Come on. So T9 yeah. text. One of the other really big pet peeves for, for me is people who can't keep track of their conversations. So like, <laughs> don't ask yes. me the same question three times. Like if you can't remember the answer I gave you the first time, yeah. like scroll back up through the chat and take a mm-hmm. look at it. That drives me crazy. Sure. And that's a total turnoff. Can I tell you what our perception is on that? <laughs> Kick, when you log out of Kick, to sign into a different account. Mm-hmm. It may be. Yeah, your, it logs you out completely. Oh, yeah. It yes. wipes it. It erases everything, yeah. every trace of it. So a lot of these people that we found throughout you know, our lifestyle experience, mm-hmm. they'll hit us up again and we have the history because we have not logged out. Exactly. But you always know someone who's logging out and logging into a different account. So maybe they have a single male profile, a couple's profile. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, when they come back, they hit you with, um, so you guys got any pics of yourselves? And it's like you've sent them pics. Yeah. They've asked you that yeah. same thing three right. times in three months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, that's true. Well, those are some great pet peeves, and I'm on board oh, yeah. with, with all of them. Yeah, we hate people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're frustrating as fuck. We, we, are, we, love, we love meeting people face-to-face and having great conversations and yeah, I mean that's like again that's that's a, a big part of it for us is that but yeah that that interaction over a uh, a kick or a slack or whatever it is is just it can be like pulling teeth sometimes and it's very very frustrating. Yeah, it'll definitely kill the mood if somebody can't talk to you. Oh, big time. Yeah. Our favorite is the flirty couples who have a little bit of a sense of humor, maybe oh, a little yeah. sarcastic, and yes. it shows that they're confident. It shows that they're in yes. tune with each other, mm-hmm. and they're able to banter back and forth, mm-hmm. and they're able to just, whenever they can, chime in. And we understand people are busy, and they sure. can't be, they can't live on their phone all day long. And that's always right. a, a red flag for us when you have people reaching out at different hours during the day when they should, probably should be working, or at night when yeah. they, they should be with, <laughs> with their, their family. family. <laughs> and yeah, and they always just want to chat, like very needy. Yes. And so. Yeah, but great Uh, tips, man. In terms of uh, tips that you would have for someone who's either looking to get pregnant soon or that's experiencing a pregnancy right now, any uh, high-level tips for them that you can offer or tips in general for maybe a newbie entering the lifestyle who's just exploring right now, who's looking around and, and wanting to go on dates, something that you can share with them that may be able to help them in their journey? Any tips that you can offer? 
Yeah, I think the one tip that I would offer to anyone like who's recently pregnant or looking to join the lifestyle is just, you know, go at your own pace and and do what feels right for you and don't ever feel like you're not doing enough or you're not moving fast enough or allow people to pressure you into doing things that you're just not ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we took our time entering the lifestyle and, and started off, you know, only as a soft swap couple and then, you know, started to make the transition at the time that we felt was right to do more. And I wouldn't with do it with the people that we felt, the people was, right. we felt yeah. was right. Yeah, that was um, a big part of it. I would I wouldn't change anyway with the way that that we've approached the lifestyle and I think that just do do what feels right for you and and be you would be my my piece of advice to people. Yeah, I think uh, my my piece of advice is you know coming from uh, the couple perspective is you know previous to us joining the lifestyle I would like. I was the type that I wouldn't say anything and nothing would affect me. And then I would explode like volcano style, right? Like it just oh, yeah. builds mm-hmm. up um, because I, because I didn't talk about it. So now that we, you know, when she approached me with our situation and was like, Hey, you know, I was talking to my friend and, and that made me such a, a better communicator because we talked about things that we had never talked and we've been together for 20 years. There was things that we had never talked about mm-hmm. together, you know, from, from a sexy lifestyle and it opened up like I was able to open up emotionally to her like I had never ha- done before. Like there was things like if I'm having a bad day, I'd be like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Before. And now if now if like if I have a bad day, I'm like, you know, this is really bugging me. Yeah. And we can just have really great, open, honest communication and feedback. Um, and I know that I can tell her anything. And if it's something that bothers her, she'll tell me. And same thing if she tells me something like maybe it's, uh, you know, something that was at work or a situation that happened like. She can tell me and she knows that I won't get upset about it. Just having a very open mindset and a sex positive vibe that we didn't have before. And so if you're new coming into the lifestyle, the number one key is you have to communicate with your partner and put it all out there. Because if you don't, you're going to run into all sorts of trouble. And I know you guys talk about that too, but it is vital in the lifestyle. If you don't communicate, you are going to sink faster than the Titanic. I think the other thing that too would be just to be open to all the different types of experiences that are out there. I mean, there's mm-hmm. things that we've been presented with that I don't know that we would have even thought about six months ago, 12 sure. months ago, a couple of years ago. And at first, your initial inclination might be, oh, that's not for me. I like to say it's not for me right now because it's a journey and we're constantly uh, rethinking about the things that we want to engage in or continue to keep just for ourselves. So just be open to what's out there and uh, see what you like and give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. No, it sounds like you have that common thread that many successful lifestylers have is that they entered the lifestyle and it helped their communication improve in a great way. And sure. as a result, it drives you closer. I mean, your passion ignites. You're able to share more beautiful things to yeah. a relationship that's been there for years. And you start exploring different avenues of that love you have and that passion you have. And then now that you're sharing your bodies temporarily with other people if mm-hmm. you're doing a swap and that type of thing. It's beautiful, man. And I yeah. think the when we set out to do this podcast, it was exactly that. We wanted to teach people the stuff that we had learned in terms of the horror stories so that people didn't have to experience yeah. the same mistakes that we made. But also, we also wanted to share with folks that the lifestyle is a beautiful place mm-hmm. that allows you to establish a greater connection with the love of your life. Right. And, uh, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm very happy that you shared that with our listeners because it's exactly what we think about all the time. My lady has a question about all the dirty, naughty things that you carry in your bag of tricks. <laughs> yes. 
when you guys meet a couple that you do want to play with and you set up a date, what do you take with you? Do you bring like a suitcase full of dildos, double-sided dildos and strap-ons? Or... The, lady, the lady connectors? Yeah, the lady connectors. Like what's in your bag of tricks? So we, we have a closet of tricks nice. here at huh. home. We don't we don't bring the whole closet with us. We don't us, bring the whole closet with yeah. us. So it's actually something that, that um, you know, we were talking about recently, which is, you know, outside of like, you know, the standard things that you need, condoms, lube, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we should start bringing some of these things along with us because sure. we have a little treasure trove up here in our bedroom of things that could be really fun to play with another couple with. Sure. Um, so that's, that's something that we, we have to put together, but we've got a whole bunch of stuff that we could bring. Yeah. We always, uh, we always tend to pack cock rings. That's always a good one. Yeah. So I, right. I, I enjoy wearing them. She likes the fullness. Yeah. It's like good. Vibrating so. cock rings or like standard. Uh, we haven't just standard. We haven't done any vibrating. I'm actually kind of sad because we were, we were getting down and dirty the other night and I went went to take it off and it broke and I was pissed. Oh, <laughs> I was your like, favorite, oh, your favorite cock ring. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to put it in a frame and hang it on the wall somewhere where my, my kids can't see it. <laughs> just so I can, just so, just so I can look at it, walk up to it and kind of like paw at the glass and be like, Oh God. In memory yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a good, it was a good run. It was a good run. Oh, so hey, you guys are open to toys on a play date. That's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Hey, D, a question about your cock rings. Have you ever tried the rings that also go around your balls mm-hmm. or just a standard cock ring? Typically, when I get myself all rigged up on, on occasion is I'll, I'll usually have one around my cock and I'll have a I'll have a I'll have one wrapped around my balls as well. I mm-hmm. am big into semi aggressive ball play. So she can slap me in the balls and I love it. Okay. Uh, I know it's not for every guy because it's a sensitive area, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's a it's a big turn on for me. And then when you put that cock ring around it and you got that brain going, like it's just it's right there. Like yeah, Damn. especially when she goes down on me and then puts my balls in her mouth. Oh yes. Wow. Well, it looks super sexy too. Yeah, oh, you shit. like you do love the I, way it looks. I do love yeah. the way it looks. Interesting. Hey, so what do you do with this cock ring? Is it this rubberized <laughs> thing that you stretch out first and then uh-huh. it like and then it squeezes yep. the So the base? so the the key is so take take your your hand around your balls, you yep. know, around the the base of your testicles and get them, you know, get them so they look like a, a the human brain. Yep. And then stretch that cock ring over them and then tuck it as close to your body as you can yeah. so you get the maximum amount of uh, of hang. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, and that's, that's the way you want to do that. That's, that's what I've found to be the most pleasurable. I know there's all sorts of different things out there that you can get. There's like combo package things and there's leather things for me. It's, I'm pretty simple. Uh, I don't get too high tech when it comes to my testicles. So, um, yeah, that does the job for me. That seems cool. like that would be the <laughs> ultimate tool to perform a good tea bag. Yes. And to just put your oh. your nutsack on her eye socket. <laughs> I, I, I will also I will also give you another tip. So if you are wearing the cock ring around your cock and your balls, you there's potential for you to have massive orgasms as far as load quantity. I, mm. I'll share a very personal story because why not? Yeah, sure. uh, it was it was a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm going to come. She's down on her knees and I blasted this monster load. It flung right by her. Like I was a good foot away from her. Wow. It flew by her and then hit our armoire and like covered our armoire and come. Damn. And she was like, oh my God. I was, she was like, oh my God. I'm like, babe, you just dodged a bullet. Cause that thing would have like. Left Taking your eye your out. Face. Yes. Yeah. It was maximum force. It was really super hot. It was really hot. Yeah. Had it, it been like a couple it. days since you'd come or what was the, what was the difference you think? So it had been a couple days and I purposely, 
the two days beforehand, I was like, hey, why don't you just tease me, get me really hard, get me on the edge of almost coming and oh, yeah. just let me down. So a lot of that is a mental thing. Like your body's like, oh my God, I want to come. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, how we're, that's how we're wired, right? So getting me to the, not edging because it's not constant, just that one time. And then it was two days. And then after that, because it was just like an unleashing of a cannon. There was like a volcano. It was amazing. It was super hot. <laughs> hey, so about the cock ring that is on your cock versus your balls or both, does it make your balls more sensitive or maybe desensitizes them? What's a guy to expect when he does it for the first time? It gets them super, it gets them tighter. So yeah. they're, they're not as floppy. Everything is like super, super tight. So mm. I wouldn't say they're, they're a little bit more sensitive because that skin is pulled really tight. So mm. you're really, you know, if yeah. you're getting slapped around, you'll feel it a little bit more for sure. Now, do you last longer if you've got the cock ring on and the, and the ball ring on? Yeah, I've typically noticed that my stamina is better with both. And, and over time, so you got to be careful. Like you can't wear a cock ring for like two hours. Like you mm-hmm. don't want your shit to fall off. Right. So, you know, usually I find that the more, the comfort zone is about a half an hour, 35 minutes. Um, and then sometimes if you, if you go longer that I can start to get an uncomfortable depending on the activity or the type of play that you're doing. Right. Okay. Hey, how'd you create so much cum, dude? Is it, are you drinking a lot of Gatorade or <laughs> a lot of milk? Are you drinking a lot of milk, man? Or what's going on? You drinking a lot of milk? <laughs> I, I actually, I actually don't drink any milk at all. I, I've, over the last year, I've lost about 80 pounds and I actually cut milk out of my diet because yeah. to me it was empty calories. So I changed the water. So I do eat, uh, eat a lot of protein. So that Maybe might, that might be mm. part of it. Yeah. Okay. So got my own okay. shakes going on. Dude, yeah, that's right. Awesome. I think every man <laughs> wants to know how they can repeat what you did. Yes, shoot exactly. The, uh, shoot the armoire across the room. <laughs> Has, hashtag goals, boys. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. Yes, I love it. So I have one more question about your history when you started in the lifestyle, and then we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna start to wrap up the episode. But I know that everybody has their own journey, and there's no right way to start in the lifestyle. But when you guys went live with sexy time did you start out just chit-chatting flirting did you go full swap right away or did you start with girl on girl and then take several months to work up to a play date how long was it from when you started the lifestyle and started talking about it and fantasizing till you did your full swap yeah so first conversation that we had as a couple was in may of 2017 uh fun fact when I went on SLS. I found that we had had a profile that was created in May of 2016. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Some, oops, some, somebody was checking out what was going on a year prior. So uh, on our anniversary date was our joint date, actually. Date. So yeah, I was feeling Randy, I suppose. Hell yeah. So we spent, uh, I think it was about two months, you know, checking out profiles found a couple that we connected with and met up at a local hotel. Yeah. Um, and so our, our first experience was a lot of girl on girl mm-hmm. and then some soft swap. Yeah. Uh, and then it took us probably a good solid year, a little bit more than a year before we felt comfortable and found the, the right couple that we engaged in a full swap activity with. And then uh, we started inviting single males in after that. Cool. Well, that sounds like, you know, a typical timeline where people will get started, start with girl on girl, and then take their time before they engage in a full swap with another couple. I also appreciate that they took an entire year to progress because there are some couples that we've spoken to that 
go pretty quickly yes. and then find themselves in huge arguments uh-huh. and then having to say, we're going to take a break from the lifestyle. Or they have to step yeah. backwards. Yeah. They burn really bright and really fast. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So how do our listeners get a hold of you? Or how do they look at that How booty? do they purview? <laughs> what, what sites so, are you on? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to perv us uh, and you're in the Northeast, like, hey, or if you're not in the Northeast, like whatever, uh, you know, we're, we're in the Northeast. You can check us out on SLS. And we're also on Quiver. Same username. It's D-E-I-S-B-O-U-T-I-T. So it's D-E is bout it. And the fun story behind that, people are like, what does that mean? Is that <laughs> is that D-E is about tits? I'm actually not a tit guy. I'm an ass guy. Do you guys, you guys are old enough to remember Master P, right? Master P. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm about it, about it. That's always been my thing. <laughs> I, that's, that's been my username. So you can find us on SLS and Quiver at D-E is about it. Shoot us a message. Shoot us an email. Say hi. Check out our picks, pervs. <laughs> you know, Master P for years lived in a gated community called Bel Air Crest. Yes. Right off the 405. He used to drive by it all the time. And he was like... And it was uh, like him and like all the no, no limit soldiers all had houses in the same neighborhood. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a lot of well-to-do power executives and then mm-hmm. a bunch of escalades. <laughs> I, I know way too much about Master P, I'm, I'm going to admit. That's so cool, That's man. awesome. Guys, we're so happy that you joined us. I think that yes. you shared some great tips for the listeners that are thinking about getting pregnant or have been there before and maybe they're able to relate to what you talked about and your journey as well and maybe help those listeners that are just exploring the lifestyle for the first time with some of your tips so guys find them we will put all of your contact information on the show notes on our page priorysociety.com and then it'll be the episode number i'm not sure what episode number it'll be right but we'll make sure that we list your contact information there so that people can go to the page and look at i don't know maybe a booty pic that we Mm -hmm. uh, get permission from you to (laughs) to put up there or uh, maybe just some links to your profile sites but (laughs) guys it was a real pleasure sweetie anything else in closing I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your experience about your lifestyle journey and your pregnancy. I believe that it's going to help a lot of our listeners who are going through the same thing or thinking about getting pregnant or maybe that don't want to get pregnant because they're having so much fun in the lifestyle. So I think it's going to help a lot of people make some really informed decisions. So you guys have been awesome. We thank you for being with us and we are going to see you guys and all our listeners on the next episode. Bye, sexy. Bye, guys. Society Podcast.